Let us pray. God, could it be? Could it be that more is going on here than we could think or imagine? Could it be that your love and mercy extends 10,000 years and beyond, ahead and behind? Could it be that as we face the mystery of life and death and life beyond death, that you have more to show us? Open our eyes in the name of Christ. Amen. Hear these words from the book of Revelation. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, see the home of God is among mortals. He will dwell with them. They will be his peoples and God himself will be with them. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. Death will be no more. Mourning and crying and pain will be no more for the first things have passed away. And the one who is seated on the throne said, see, I am making all things new. Also, he said, write this, for these words are trustworthy and true. This is the word of the Lord. Amen. Friends, when our children were young, Al and I took them on some epic camping trips. One of those trips took us to the Colorado Rockies, and I remember in particular, being really excited about this one campground I had read of. It was a national forest campground, and it boasted being in close proximity to Pikes Peak. I remember making the reservation, and I imagined what that campsite would be like, right? It was going to be a beautiful campsite. It was going to be right by a, a beautiful mountain stream, and there, right above us, would be the majestic peak of Pikes Peak. Well, we got to the campground and it turned out to be a little different, as you can imagine. It was, after all, a national forest campground. So the trees were thick and beautiful. They were so thick and beautiful, in fact, that you couldn't see anything, right, on the horizon or in the distance. No view of Pikes Peak. We could have been anywhere in any forest in any place in the West. That's when we found it. It was a trailhead and it was simply marked to overlook. After a good night's sleep and a good breakfast, all five of us decided to head up that trail. 30 minutes went by. An hour went by. And all the while, with three small children, we are climbing up the side of a mountain. And we can see nothing, just boulders and thick trees all around us. So we kept promising the kids that they get to see Pike's Peak. We promise you're going to see Pike's Peak. Just keep walking. Just keep climbing. And every time we would come to the top of the ridge, their dad would be going ahead. They would yell up at Al, Daddy, can you see it? Can you see Pike's Peak? 
Nope, he'd say. Just trees, just boulders. This went on for almost two hours. Then finally, the trees began to thin out. The vegetation began to change. We were nearing Timberline, and we were actually running out of mountain. Can you see it, Daddy? The kids kept asking, can you see Pike's Peak? Now there are no trees, so Al just had to say, nope, just more boulders. That's when it happened. We climbed up over a boulder and all of a sudden found ourselves in a clearing. And just to our left, towering over the mountain that we were standing on, was Pike's Peak in all its glory. Finally, our view wasn't obstructed by anything. We could see it so clearly. And we could see something else as well. A dark, threatening storm cloud approaching quickly from the other direction. So in the three minutes we stood there, gazing at Pike's Peak, three minutes, the air chilled, the sun disappeared, and when we felt the raindrops and heard the thunder, we jumped over that boulder that marked the trailhead and we ran for the forest. Hours of hiking for seconds, just seconds of a glimpse of Pike's Peak. The mountain was so close. It was so beautiful there in all of its splendor. And for a moment, a brief moment, we got to see it clearly. Friends, such moments matter, don't they? Such moments can make a difference. Moments when we catch a glimpse of the truth of things. Can you see it moments when things become clear, when the trees thin out and the boulders fall away and our view is no longer obstructed? John of Patmos, the author of the book of Revelation, he had just such a moment. In a time of great darkness, when the baby church was struggling under the oppressive power of the Roman Empire, in a time of great uncertainty when believers' deaths were causing a crisis and Christ's message was becoming obscured by loss and by fear, that's when John caught a glimpse, a tiny vision of glory. And he wrote it down for his brothers and sisters in Christ. He wrote it down for us. I glimpse a new heaven. And a new earth, he wrote. Death defeated. God wiping away our tears. God coming close, really, really close to us. Then he wrote, this is trustworthy and true. Can you see it? Can you see it? This morning, as you walked into worship, you had the opportunity to take a white rose, a physical reminder of the people that you have loved and lost to death. And friends, I want to suggest that whether that death was recent or decades ago, it was a moment. It was a moment when the world stopped 
for a time. When trees and boulders of busyness and distraction and the normal fell away. And suddenly, ultimate things, important things, ultimate questions, important questions became very clear, very present, very pressing. Emily and Claire and I, we have the privilege of walking with families at just such moments. These moments when there are no words, when there are no easy answers. And what do we often do? We read scripture. We read from Romans, as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of God, we too will walk in newness of life. For we've been united with him in a death like his. We will certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. We read nothing, not life or death or anything else in all creation can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. And we read Jesus' words in the gospel of John, in my father's house, there are many rooms. If it were not so, Would I not have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you? And when I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and I will take you to myself that where I am, you may be also. We read these passages and we ask, can you see it? Can you see it? Healing for your loved one eternal life, the end of pain, your pain, their pain, in God's eternity, in God's economy, in God's love and mercy. Death is not final. Death does not have the last say. Can you see it? Friends, today is, as Kyle told us, All Saints Sunday. And for most of the Christian world, this Sunday is one of two, two Sundays in the year, when we collectively pause for a moment, a brief mountaintop moment, and we consider the reality, the pain, the separation and grief that is brought to us by death. You know the other Sunday, don't you? It's Easter. Easter. And somehow the brass and the crowds and the new clothes and the alleluias and that familiar gospel story, they give us and they give the world a glimpse, a brief glimpse of resurrection and hope. We come to Easter asking, can you see it? And we come away shouting, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. And then six months later, every year, A smaller crowd (laughs) gathers on this day, All Saints Sunday. And on this day, the same question hangs in the air. Can you see it? Except this time, the question isn't general. It's personal. And it's very specific. It's as specific as the names of our beloved church members We will read aloud at the table names of our church members who have died in the last 12 months. And it's as personal as the grief you carry in your heart represented by a white rose. Specific resurrection for those we love. Personal hope for our lives and the lives of those who've gone before. Can you see it? 
Is it true? Is our God trustworthy over such things? That's the question on All Saints Sunday. So listen, please. Don't check out on me now, okay? With such important questions surrounding us, let me share with you the two gifts of this day, the two things you might want to write in your Bible or on your heart. And the first is this. It is perfectly okay if in your pain and grief on this day or any other day, when you hear the good news of the gospel of Christ's victory over death and you hear the call going out, can you see it? If your honest answer really comes well, no, not today, not really. It's perfectly okay if the trees and boulders of your life and experience your loss and doubt get in the way of faith and hope. It's okay. That's exactly why we are here. That's exactly why we need All Saints Sunday. Because when you can't see hope for yourself or those you love, when you can't see the new heaven and the new earth or the defeat of death and sin, when you can't see God's mercy reaching out to us in our Savior Jesus Christ, then draw close to those who can. Surround yourself with those who can see it. It's on this day, my friends, that we borrow hope and faith from one another. And even more importantly, we borrow faith and hope from the church triumphant. Now, that's a funny saying, the church triumphant. But it just means the believers in Christ who have died and gone before us. The church triumphant. Can you see it, friends? Because it's huge and it's filled with beautiful people, some of whom you knew very well in life. People who can see everything clearly now and who continue to cheer us on in our struggles. Can you see it? The first gift of this day is the reminder that we don't have to see everything clearly because those that can are very nearby. And the second gift of this day is the table, the Lord's table. Because it's here in this place that we catch a glimpse of that one who blazed the trail before us, the one who entered death, and conquered it. The one who took our doubts and questions, our fears, and once and for all answered them. The one who is raised so we can experience new life. It's at this table that we are shown that. Can you see it? The second gift of this day is the smell and taste of God's love laid out for us on this table in a way much deeper than words. 1 Corinthians 13, 12 puts it this way, and I paraphrase. You know, we don't always see things clearly in this life. It's like we're squinting in a fog, peering through a mist. But it won't be long before the weather clears and the sun shines bright. We'll see it all then. We'll see clearly. 
just as God sees us clearly. Today, we celebrate the church triumphant. Can you see it? Today, we celebrate God's victory over sin and death. Can you see it? Today, we celebrate the good news that we are not eternally separated from family and friends by death. Can you see it? And today, we catch a vision, a glimpse of Easter. A vision of the true and trustworthy love of God in Jesus Christ. Can you see it? See, look, the home of God is among mortals. God will dwell with us. God will wipe away every tear from our eyes. Death will be no more. Mourning, crying, pain will be no more. The first things have passed away. Look, see, I am making all things new. Alleluia. And let all God's people say, amen.